Slava Slava Glory be to Jesus Christ. Glory be forever. This is Father Basil again. And I'm going to talk today more about um, the month of June, Jesus Christ, and just about his life, his uh, teachings, and how we should honor him. So I'm just going to start today with reading um, the means of loving Jesus Christ. God made us to know him, to love him, and to serve him on this earth as the angels are doing in heaven. If we do it in this passing world, we he will reward us with everlasting bliss in heaven. Jesus Christ, the Son of God and Himself God, became man to atone for our sins, to sanctify us and to teach us how to love and serve God in order to merit eternal happiness hereafter. Since He is God and man at the same time, it is easier for us to love Him and follow in His footsteps in serving God. Jesus says to all His followers, I have given you an example that I, that as I have done to you, so you also should do. How then should we love Jesus Christ? What are the pious practices that the Catholic Church suggests or imposes upon its children? We present some of the most common means whereby we can honor and love Jesus Christ and thus repay him at least as far as our human weakness permits us for all the love and sufferings that he went, underwent for us. Some of these practices, such as confession and Holy Communion, are obligatory, while others are not. They are, however, very useful and recommended by the Church to all Catholics. So, um, I'm going to, in the days following this, I'm going to talk about the different ways of uh, giving uh, honor to Jesus. Uh, confession, of course, is a big one. Uh, that will take a few days to talk about. And then uh, Eucharist, and then uh, certain acts of consecration. Uh, so today I'm just going to start a little bit about confession. What is the institution and necessity of confession? Jesus Christ came into this world to forgive men's sins. He used his power on several occasions during his earthly life. He said to the palsied man, Son, take courage, thy sins are forgiven. Jesus also forgave the repentant Magdalene. Her sins, which are numerous, are forgiven because she has loved much. After the redemption accomplished by Jesus Christ, Men still remain weak and subject to the passions and temptations which lead us to sin. Human weakness and concupiscence are consequences of original sin, and they will not be taken away as long as men live on this earth. On the day of resurrection, however, men's bodies will be restored to their original integrity and so freed from passions and concupiscence. Jesus Christ had compassion on poor humanity, he knew that many of his followers would fall into sins. Thus he provided a means whereby their sins would be forgiven. 
What is this wondrous means? It is a sacrament of penance or confession. The power of forgiving sins was bestowed upon by our Lord upon his apostles and their successors, the Pope, the bishops, and priests. This power will remain with the Church until the consummation of the world, when sin will be no more. St. John relates the institution of the great sacrament of penance. Jesus Christ appeared to his apostles after the resurrection and said to them, Peace be upon you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. Then he breathed on them, signifying that he was bestowing a special power. And he said to them again, Receive the Holy Ghost. Whose sins you forgive, they shall be forgiven them. And whose sins you retain, they are retained. Confession was instituted by our Lord himself. It was not invented by the priest to control the conscience of the faithful. It was Christ who said to St. Peter, his vicar on earth, I will give thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. St. Paul expressly states that Christ commissioned his apostles to forgive men's sins. All things are from God, who reconciled us to himself to Christ, and conferred upon us the ministry of reconciliation, the power of forgiving sins. Christ makes no restrictions. He places no limits on the power of forgiveness. All sins, no matter how numerous, no matter how grievous, can be blotted out by the good and sorrowful confession. St. John Chrysostom, one of the great preachers of the Eastern Church, cries out, The absolving power that I, Jesus, have comes from my Father. The same I communicate I to you, the apostles and your lawful successes, my ambassadors. And the same saint adds, yes, here the priests receive a power which is given neither to angels nor to archangels, whatever thou shalt bind on earth. What therefore the bishops and priests decree here below, Christ confirms and ratifies in heaven. For the priests acted as, as his ministers and representatives when they forgive men's sins. Thus a good confession is the second plank of salvation after a shipwreck, says St. Jerome. On the other hand, no sin will be forgiven if a person refuses to confess his sins, for confession is the ordinary means of forgiveness. Here we speak of Catholics only, for God being merciful will forgive the sins of those who without their fault have no knowledge of the solitary sacrament or have no chance to profit by it because the priest is not available. St. Augustine, who died in the year 430, once addressed his listeners in these memorable words, Let no one say, I do penance secretly in the sight of God. It is enough that he who will grant me pardon should know what passes my innermost soul. If this were true, then Jesus Christ would have said without reason, Whatever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven and would in vain have confided the keys to his church. It is not enough, therefore, to confess to God. It is also necessary to confess to those who have received from him the power to bind or to loose. Wow. So, I think this is a good uh, reminder for us today about the power of confession, the power of 
that in order to serve God, to, to give glory to Jesus all our lives, we have to have a pure and sanctifying soul, sanctified soul. So, you know, anytime we sin, anytime we, um, are disobedient to God, we lose that relationship we have with God. That relationship is broken. And confession helps heal that relationship we have with God. Confession helps us to understand God's mercy, to understand God's forgiveness in our life. And as, as I read these words, you know, this the reminder that Christ is the one that implemented the sacrament of confession. The Pope didn't make it up himself. The priest didn't make that up. It was Jesus who gave this sacrament to the church so that people on earth can be forgiven their sins and be turned back to Jesus Christ. All right? God bless you. Have a good day.